yo, DJ, spin that shit. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. Toga! Toga! We're here to fuck shit up. I approach you from the front and kind of like, wow, this dude's pretty serious. With Ad Walsh Disney. Then I walk away and you're like, damn, he likes to party with two R's. At Still Smooth Productions. 60% of the time, it works every time. And the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world. I'm going to continue. Don't ever interrupt me again. At St. Bales. I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. Cheers. 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 So, come one, come all to hear the most nonsensical outlooks and the boldest positions. Friends, this is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. You see how I did it for you? You see how I said it for you that (laughs) time? This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. That's true. It is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. The red light is on. You know what that means. It means means stop thinking, get a little senseless with us. With us. With us. With two of the three. Two of the three, yes. This this week we are missing uh, Kramer. We are missing that still smooth. Mr. PTO. Yeah, Mr. uh, Hey, are we keeping track? No, I'm not dude, dude. Don't uh, make me do that. uh, Kramer is is having a great time up in uh, Tacktown right now. Uh, Shout out to all our Washington listeners. Yes. Hopefully he plugs the pot up there multiple times this weekend. Yep. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he's tuning in this Saturday morning because they probably got rowdy drunk. See, they're listening to this Saturday morning. They're probably getting rowdy drunk tonight. Yeah. And so they're gonna be like miserable. And this is the best way. This is the best way to cure a hangover. Yep. Am I right? Yep. Am I hungover? Right? Listen, this it, is the it hungover. Cured, it cured my hangover last weekend for St. Patrick's Day. I'm because so I didn't. I didn't get glad. around to listening to episode five on Saturday. I waited till Sunday. And it was fan fucking test. That's perfect. That's we're totally fine with that. We just want to be your weekend listen. This is the bold nonsense podcast. It's three twenty three eighteen. That's March twenty third, two thousand eighteen. Two thousand eighteen. This is episode six, and we can't wait to get going on this episode. I'm at Walt Disney. I host this motherfucker, and to my right, I am at St. Bales. I also host this motherfucker. Bales, just how are you doing? Man, What's your week been, man? Long, long work week. Uh, I'm tired. I'm hungry. But you're excited. <laughs> I'm pumped. Yeah, you are. Uh, it's my spring break now. Woo! Uh, so I'm taking that. Uh, I'm gonna. You heading take... to Cabo? I am not going to Cabo. I've uh... seen a lot of uh, nightmare videos on on certain accounts uh, on social <laughs> media outlets. No and, ads uh, though. No the ads thing, though. The thing is, is like that would have been cool maybe two or three years ago, but. I'm getting in the stage of life where I want to go to bed at like yeah, you do. 9 o'clock. Hey, join me there. I'm 25 years old and I'm saying this already. I, I'm i with you. I do. I've been I love there it. for a while. I've no, been waiting it. for you guys to catch up to me. <laughs> so you I slow mean, down a little bit. I mean, 
there are there are the nights where I like to be out late. Ah, aka St. Patrick's Day. I had a okay, rowdy yeah. time. You I had a rowdy love, time. Gotta love supposedly. St. Allegedly, Supposedly. allegedly, uh, uh, I didn't get kicked. I didn't get kicked out of Ringo's though. God, I'm so the proud unofficial of you. sponsor of the Bold Nonsense podcast. Yep. Uh, but we had a great time on St. Patty's Day. Uh, the guru and the sheriff both showed up. Uh, it was a great time. The sheriff is is mom, and uh, the guru is pa. But yeah, shout we, out to both of them. We had a great time. Uh, there were a lot of a lot of good people out there that night. Smooth was out. Uh, uh, Coach Shikoki was out. <laughs> uh, a couple other uh, hood, hooligans were there. Yeah. Um, shout out to the shout out to the St. Patty's crew. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dude, they had that stupid fucking bar crawl in Beaverton. Hey. And it was literally amateur night. Amateur hour. Amateur half hour. Because <laughs> they went to some clown rolled up to me and he was talking to me about Ringo's and yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, like he he asked me if I was the PR guy for Ringo's. I said. Eh. I'm not getting paid for it, but yeah. this is the best fucking bar in, in town. Like, yeah, hands down. And he was so pumped with my energy, and he's like, hey, you should come to Ichabod's with us. No. Fuck no, guy. <laughs> I don't know you. Get I don't want to know you. This is my home. Why would I tell you Ringo's is so awesome and then leave it? God. He didn't He didn't catch on. Guy's not even thinking. He asked me three times to come to Ichabod's. Ugh. Should have told the, the Ringo's crew. Hey, get this guy out of here. <laughs> this guy's JV, and this is a varsity bar. Speaking of hitting, though, that game winner, the Michigan game winner, that bar went nuts. My God, it I It was bet. wild. That, it was yeah. wild. But we'll get into that here when we hit March Madness in a few minutes. Yeah, we are going to hit March Madness in a few minutes. We're also going to bring you the news. We always do that. Keep, keep you updated on the sports world. Absolutely. In case you haven't been able to see it. Uh, and then we're finally, we're going to start our NFL draft previews. We're going to, what we'll do is we'll dive into a couple of positions each week and really get into that. We'll get into that near the end of the podcast before we, before we uh, get out of here. But first, like we do every week, we like to start off with trivia. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Jeopardy. Gonna make that your final answer? I think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? So we'll start off with trivia. Last week's question, who is the all-time leading scorer in men's college basketball? That's Pistol Pete Amerovich. Yeah, and I'll, I, I'm going to give a shout-out yeah, shout to him out. Uh, the gentleman that uh, that shot us the answer, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Ken Cassell. Uh, shout-out for getting the answer correct. Senseless community member. And oh what a great God. one. Oh, my God. Love and to have him. Uh, Kent, I hope you didn't use uh, Google, Wikipedia, whatsoever. I hope you knew that off the top of your head. Of course, you knew it off the top. But of we're head. putting you on the T-shirt list, so so <laughs> uh, you're the you're the first one behind us. Yeah, shout out, Mr. Cassell, for getting this week's question. Smaller shout out, smaller shout out to another senseless uh, community member and a listener of the Bold Nonsense podcast. My younger brother. He got it right. My younger brother. He tried. He went with Lou Alcinder. Which is close. For, for which question? For, for the last week's question, he went with Lou Alcindor. Oh, it's okay. a good guess. It's a That's good a guess. guess. And then, then he guess. looked it up afterwards. Great job using the honor system. Shout out. Tried Liam. once. We told him, hey, you're close. It's a great guess. Shout out Liam Walsh. And then he went to get it. My younger brother and also a belated happy birthday to him. Absolutely. 22. Happy freaking birthday. Great stuff from the community. This week, keep coming at us with all of your guesses. We don't mind. Hey, 
We don't mind a guess. We no. like a good guess. No, yeah. Take a stab. Yeah, just just communicate with us. Don't cheat. Yeah, honor just system. Be, be fucking honest. Everybody knows the honor system. My God. And this this is a senseless community, so we know you guys are some honorable fucks. This week's trivia question. What university did DeAndre Jordan attend? Virginia Commonwealth. That's not true, so don't guess that. Too late. Because it will be wrong. That's also wrong. Bales, this is not for you. Fine. This is for the senseless. Okay. Get at us. We'll give you the answer to that next week. Let's go on. Let and what we want to dive into is what everybody's been diving into oh these God. past couple weeks. It's been amazing. We mm. want to get in, right into the tournament. Oh March a madness. This is madness. Really, I'm really happy. Okay, we're taping this literally as the start of the Purdue game is going on. Mm. So by the so time we're, we're done recording, I'll be able to catch the end and like see it. me move on uh, to win the giant pot that I am entered into. Yeah. Uh, I only made one bracket also. Uh, this giant pot I'm talking about was just picking specific teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, my bracket, though, is on point. I think I'm the leader. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you run us down with that bracket? Where's the bracket out so far? Just update, update the census on where we're at. All right. Well, uh, start with the South. Uh, uh, the South. Yeah, uh, uh, Kansas State with the big win last night over mm-hmm. Kentucky by three. Loyal Chicago with yeah! the huge win last night over the University of Nevada, Reno, uh, by one point. This crowd is going deadly silent. Cinderella story, out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion. <clears throat> it looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole! That was an amazing game. Uh, the Florida State uh, Seminoles uh, took down Gonzaga by 15. Michigan won big. <laughs> uh, Kansas just won. Uh, they beat Clemson by four. Duke Hello. is about to be starting here against Syracuse any minute. Same with Texas Tech and Purdue, but also uh, the Villanova Wildcats, right? Yeah. Uh, they took down Bob Huggins and the West Virginia Mountaineers today, and Villanova won by 12. So they're moving on to play the winner of Texas Tech and Purdue. So, uh, so far, um, fun-filled weekend of basketball. Um, I'm pretty excited, though. I really think Purdue's going to kick their fucking ass. <laughs> Fuck Texas Tech. Well, t- we'll Bobby see you here in just a little bit. Oh, yeah, we will. I'm going to be nervous. Texas though. Tech is crazy athletic. Oh, They got some, as Charles Barkley likes to say, they got some doughboys. They, <laughs> they got some dudes who can rise. <laughs> it's, a, it's one of my favorite terms. I think Charles Barkley gave that to the Blazers. Oh, man, I got some doughboys, man. Hey, I got some doughboys. Shit. Yeah, Shaq. Yeah, they doughboys. Yeah, they got doughboys. Charles, you, the only thing you know about dough is, is all that uh, damn uh, cookies you're making. <laughs> Shut up, Shaq. You ain't even funny. Yeah, Shaq. And your son's not that good. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, I took a stab at Sharif. Yeah, you did. I just took a stab at a minor. Yeah, he's just a high school <laughs> kid. It's whatever. <laughs> That's a, so this tournament so far, I mean, we just read the teams to you. I mean, so... I what? Mean, Florida State, Michigan, Kansas, our here, Loyola, Chicago, Kansas State, Villanova. Those well, are who in it well, as of now. Let's go, let's go region by region. Go for it. Okay, Kansas State, the 9, against Loyola, Chicago, the 11. What the hell? Yeah. One of those teams is going to the Final Four? That's Absolutely. bullshit. That's some craziness. I hope it's Loyola, Chicago. Yeah, hey, shout out to... Uh, uh, the old gal. <laughs> What's okay. her name? S- no. Sister, uh... Sister Jean! Sister Jean. Sister Jean! Yeah. 
Yeah. Shout pray, out. Shout pray out. for us. Yeah. <laughs> On the other side, it's either going to be Texas Tech, Purdue. Against they're, Villanova. And they're going yeah, to play Villanova. So On that one Sunday. makes a little bit of sense. On Sunday. That one makes some sense. That'll be that'll be dope. Let's go down. Let's go Midwest. Because that one makes some sense as well uh, if Duke wins. If Duke beats Syracuse, they're going to play Kansas. That one makes some sense. Oh, my God. I hope I hope Duke kicks a living shit out of Kansas. I want, I want, I want the Goop. No, Bring I, the Dukies back to the promised land and I where they belong. The, I want it to be... Kansas always finds a way to fuck it up. I want to continue saying that yeah. every year. Who, who'd you get that from? My, the guru himself. The guru himself. Okay. Uh, and now on the other side of the bracket, the west side of the bracket, uh, Florida State, Michigan. The nine seed against the three. Um, Michigan is hot right now. Are we playing football? What the fuck? That is a... Yeah, that sounds like the Sugar Bowl matchup. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, that, that's going to be awesome. Michigan's on a tear right now. Yeah. They won by, what, 27 against A&M. They blew... Uh, they won against Houston by one, and they beat Montana by 14. They've that deserves a, a big old good governor. Good governor there good on the street. Good governor. And they beat Purdue in their, in their tournament. In the big before the Before game. March Absolutely. Madness even started. But, that, but the funny thing is, is Michigan and Purdue is my national championship. Hey, you're still alive. Thoughts on the tournament in general? Crazy, right? I'm just pumped. Yeah. I'm really pumped. I think pumped. it's awesome, and I think it fits... With the the narrative of all of college football this year, which has just been like unpredictable, unpredictable. Like college football? Did I say college football? Yeah, you did. Oh, sorry. You're it, fine. I think it fits all hey, of college we basketball. All, we all make year. mistakes. We all make mistakes. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. I'm damn near close, but nobody's perfect. <laughs> it's it fits. With, it just fits with all of college basketball. We've had so many upsets this year mm. in the regular season. So why doesn't it go to March Madness? Of course it does. Random, fun, everything you could could possibly want. Yeah, Loyola Chicago. Loyola Chicago. I didn't even know that was a real school. I'm riding Loyola Chicago, and the, this is the problem I always have though. Every time that that like underdog team, that one team, uh, makes their run, you always have them where once people start to believe in that team, that's when they lose because yeah. they're no longer the underdog. Mm. Keep that keep that underdog mentality, Sister Jean. Yeah. And you will win. Yeah, Sister Jean. She's the good luck charm. Yeah. And just everybody, continue to enjoy March Madness. Enjoy it. This only comes around once a year. God. You can get drunk for the NBA playoffs, because that's when you should be putting money down. (laughs) And you'll want to forget that about that anyway. Yeah, no shit. Let's move on. Enjoy March Madness. Let's move on to the NBA, though. Yeah, let's do get to the NBA. Nice transition. I saw what you did there. <laughs> this is the news. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. This is the news, and we're starting with the NBA. Yeah. The NBA, Kyrie is having knee surgery. Apparently, it's pretty minor. But how big of a deal is that to you? Uh, not a big deal. Oh. Okay. They're what? Boston's second in the East right now? Yeah. Oh, I'm not worried. Who are they going to play? The Heat? <laughs> he's, got, he's got a little that's, while to come that, back. That's an easy said. four, possibly five yeah. game series. Next. Next to LeBron. LeBron, last against the number one team in the East, the Raptors. He dropped 35 points, 17 assists, no turnovers. Only player 
in NBA history to have over 35 points, over 15 assists with no turnovers. The thing is, is that he led his team against the Raptors. And for everybody saying, oh, Cleveland, they're not going to make it. Who's beating them? The Celtics are dying in the wind, right. and the Raptors are still the Raptors. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of people who are going to be fine, the our Blazers. Blazers. Our oh, Blazers. They're be, they're, they're, right one, here in the 503, our one, Blazers. One loss out of 14 yeah. is perfectly fine. To the team leading the West? The team leading the NBA. Yeah, the thing is, is we showed we can be competitive. That's the main thing. We only lost by four to the best team in the NBA. Yeah. And we so were, stay, hey. stay competitive. Stay on the uphill trajectory that right. you're going with. Take right. that into the playoffs and we'll be fine. Yeah. Seriously. We're putting up recruitment billboards. Which Where? I think is fun. Where? Well, we've, we they want to put one up in Portland now that they have the money. And they also are thinking about putting one up in Cleveland to get, to get at LeBron. The problem is the billboard that I saw, and I'm not sure if it's... If it's the one that they're putting up or if it was just a mock one. But it said, LeBron, Dame needs a third option. People realize that if LeBron comes here, Dame's a two option. CJ's the third option. LeBron is never in his career going to be a third option until he gets way, way old. And that's kind of going to turn out like how Kevin Durant went to the Warriors. Clay Thompson took the back seat and he was the third option. There you go. That's the way to think of it. But they also did win a title that way. Yeah, understand. As I'm KD. totally fine with that. You know, if LeBron comes here and the result is Dame becomes a second option, CJ is a third option, and also we win the title, I would take that and it wouldn't even take me a heartbeat to I, accept that deal. Do it! I'm not the biggest LeBron supporter. I He's always just kind of pissed me off just because of how <laughs> perfect he is. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, he's got a million dollar smile. He's got a... $27 beard. He's got a... That's <laughs> disgusting. Whatever that is, shave it. Shave it down. I was looking... I was watching... I was watching oh Sports God. Center for a few minutes. There was a little gap no, right, in the, right in the middle of his beard. Yeah, it's tough. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is that? Yeah. That and shave your head, too. Let's <sighs> accept it. I mean, maybe he's... Ooh, maybe he's getting the beard ready because he knows people in Portland grow their beards tough, so he wants to compete. Because he already knows he's now you're talking. Now you're talking. (laughs) Conspiracy theory guy. LeBron to Portland because of the beard. Give him one. Ah, yep. On to the next one. The Spurs are trying to figure it out. Shout out to that still smooth PTO. To your screwed up Spurs. They held a players only meeting. At first, it was reported that. It was to figure out why Kawhi is not playing. The team, the players want his teammates wanted him to play, and now the Spurs have come out. And what else are they going to say? They said that's not true. That it wasn't just for Kawhi, but it was for uh, just to clear up confusion and to talk about some other things. In reading the quotes, especially from Manu Ginobili, it sure seemed like he was a little bit confused, a little bit frustrated with the whole Kawhi situation. I'd, I'd be frustrated also. Right? One of the best players in the world holding out? I mean, yeah, and, and <laughs> you're scrapping to make the playoffs. You came back for this one last ride with Tony Parker, and then Kawhi's going to, like, one, it's not just the fact that he doesn't want to play. That's He's fine. Out. That Well, it's fine if you want to take care of your career, but you got to communicate. 
Well, yeah, you gotta the, communicate. The man well. doesn't talk. The man doesn't laugh. That's kind of it's kind of hard for him to do. <laughs> yeah, this is that's the big problem. That's why they needed this meeting. And I just don't know where it's going to end up with the Spurs in this relationship. Who do you think led that meeting? Lamarcus? Tony Parker. That's what I heard. It's what I read. It's Tony really? Parker. Why wouldn't he? He's been there. He's a he's a won a championship multiple times over. Mm. I mean, that guy's got clout in that locker room. But anyway, we'll see where that goes. We'll keep an eye on it. Uh, and we'll keep I'll you updated. I'll tell you updated. where it's going. Not getting out of the first round of the playoffs. That's where it's going. I heard it here. Or first. even, or even making it. Like I said last week, you hey, do have that bet going dude, on, dude. I'm, I'm. Shout okay. out to Young Kramer, who he he hit us up and he what? he he gave us an idea for what's going on with with the the loser. Yeah. What bet. what was it again? Remind it was me. it was going to the mall and going up to random people and. Uh, interacting with them in certain ways. We don't want to give it give it all okay. away, but okay. I just can't wait till whoever get it on film. That we have to oh. get it on film. Yeah, that'll be Instagram Live when that comes up. Okay, well, everybody knows that. So let's stay ready. I already have an idea because I remember what it was about. I already yeah, have an idea, so you guys got to stay tuned. Stay tuned. Okay. To the NFL. And we're gonna NFL. the NFL. It's in it's in the prime of the off season of free agency. We're gonna go really quickly through all the different signings just to get to the things that we actually want to talk about. Okay, because, because this is the end of the first wave of free agency. So we're gonna be getting into free agency more towards uh, you know summertime. Yeah, things are good after mini camp. It'll so. slow down now and then pick up once the season kind of starts to get going again. But for right now, it's been really crazy in the past couple weeks let's rapid fire this let's, bitch. let's do it alan hearns he goes to the cowboys two years 12 million huge uh absolutely huge slot receiver for dak uh for des on the other side i think alan hearns is a great pickup uh for for the cowboys out of the nfc east that's perfect absolutely like perfect give us the next one uh terrell Pryor signs with the jets what are your thoughts Whoa. leaving leaving the redskins going to the jets how do you feel about that i like it it's not a huge deal because they didn't report the numbers. That usually means not a big deal. So why not take a shot on a guy who's been productive before? And hopefully he figures it out since he didn't figure it out in Washington last year. Yep. JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul. <laughs> he goes from the Giants to the Bucks in a trade that's from the Giants. Jason Pierre-Paul in a fourth-round pick goes to the Bucks, And the Giants get a third-round pick and a fourth-round pick coming up. Jason Pierre-Paul on the defensive line will also join former Eagles Vinnie Curry and Bo Allen on the Buccaneers. Uh, JPP, uh, I love it. That's that's a great pickup. JPP was drafted in what, 2010? So less than 10 uh, years ago? A later. No. Oh, right here. 2010. 2010. Drafted in 2010. All right, you got it. Uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been thinking about this all day. Do it. Uh, JPP has been in the league just as long as the amount of fingers he has on his hands. <laughs> God, <laughs> got him so. Oh, and that's why I don't let off fireworks anymore because savage, of this asshole. Savage. JPP ruined Fourth of July for me. Yeah, hey, when Fourth of July comes around, you all just look at a picture of JPP and remember, don't light up fireworks and drink at the same time. Oh it's not smart. Just be responsible. Yeah. God. Okay, but I do like what the Bucks are doing. They're <laughs> getting a whole bunch of Dean linemen because that's they were they were terrible there last year. Absolutely. Okay? Next. Uh. Tyron Matthews signs with the Texans one year for $7 million. Walsh, what are you thinking? I like that a lot. I like that a lot, too. I that like could that really help, you know, Kareem Jackson, Jonathan Joseph. Yeah, hopefully the front seven stays healthy. I just hope that uh, J.J. Watt comes back healthy, Healthy. that Whitney Merciless stays healthy. Clowney's healthy. Clowney does his thing. 
If they can do that, I would love to see the Texans get it all together with Watson healthy on the other side. That would just be a really fun team to watch. Mike Pouncey <clears throat> signs with your Bales Chargers for two years, $15 million. Oh, let go for it, bro. Here's the mic. You tell the people what you think about Mike Pouncey. I'm telling you right now, that is a great addition to the struggling goal line offense the Chargers did have last year. Um, Okun, Burksdale, Forrest Lamp. I don't know who the left guard is. You know what they need to do? They need to bring in Pouncey's twin. They both play center. Well... When they were at Florida, one was a center, one was a guard. <laughs> okay. They need to do that shit. Oof. O- Russell Okun, Burksdale on the right, Forrest Lamp on the right. Bring in the two pounces. That could be another... Ch- I mean, what? Paid him two years for $15 million? Yep. We can get the other pouncy for, you know, two for 14 and a half. You gotta get something. You know? I mean, Phil's not gonna be able to play forever. They could live together. I mean, shit, they share a room <laughs> for however fucking long. For however long. I mean, God... Have a, great, in, have a great connection on that line. Bringing him for cheap. Try yep. and win a Super Bowl. Eh, not try. You will win a Super Bowl. Woo. Big words from Bales. Okay, it's way too early to tell that statistic, though. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to drop those facts. The draft hasn't even come around. Okay. Rivers hasn't had child number eleven yet. Let's <laughs> let's let's not let's not jump the gun. Next! Jump the gun to the next one. Okay, Tremont Williams. Uh, defensive back signs with the Green Bay Packers. Walsh, what are you thinking? Well, they had to do something. I'm finally glad to see that they're putting in some effort onto the defense because Aaron Rodgers is going to carry that offense pretty much with whatever you have. That offense is fully loaded. I, yeah. I, like I'm not. I'm so excited to watch the Packers play. I don't love their roster, but I love the fact that the new GM is being way more aggressive. When you go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, you're not. You can't expect to hit a home run on the next quarterback. Although I like Deshaun Kaiser more than most, most because he went to Notre Dame. Now he's their backup. But you can't always expect to hit a home run with the quarterback every time. So when you have somebody like Aaron Rodgers, you best go all in for that Super Bowl. All in. All. in. In. Hashtag. All in. Yeah. Uh, Frank Gore is all in Miami now. He's back. He is From the U to the Dolphins. Oh, my God. First off, congratulations to Frank Gore. Maybe this is his resurrection. Because in Indianapolis, I don't know what that was. But I'm actually the inverse of you. I think it's Frank Gore who's giving a resurgence to the Dolphins. Or the the city of Miami. Well, Miami, they're not all in on the Dolphins. And now that Frank Gore's there, he's going to give life to Miami, not the other way around. Let's go on to the next one. Huge. The Patriots, they've had a tough offseason, but they did re-sign Leadrian Waddle, who played right tackle for them. God knows what they're going to do this year since they're struggling with the offensive line. But they've been losing a lot, so this shows at least some commitment to protecting Brady. I mean, they've lost Deion Lewis, you know, Nate Solder. Well, I know. I'm I'm thinking of their running backs to run down the right side. They lost Dion Lewis. I mean, Dion was out He's out wide one. a lot. I mean, James White's back there. Burkhead's back there. Mm-hmm. Gillis Lee's back there. Hey, former big time name during the, during the <laughs> lost tapes ads. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I good for them. Yeah, they good got, sign. They, they got to keep what they can. Yep. I don't know if people aren't are people just not happy in New England. I mean, shit, they're going to the Super Bowl. Winning's pretty fun. I think they'll be fine. It's just that they can get paid more somewhere else. Mm-hmm. 
Garrett Blunt, one year, two million dollars, and Luke Wilson, former Seahawks tight end, they signed with the Lions. Huge. Uh, that Good is stuff. A, I, first off, I'm going to go Luke Wilson first. Absolute great addition for Matt Stafford because Eric Ebron hasn't figured it out. Uh, Brandon Pettigrew hasn't figured it out. I know there's three other tight ends that Matt Stafford's used the last couple of years, mm-hmm. but Luke Wilson is a freak enough athlete. Yeah. To where to where Matt Stafford is gonna feed him the rock a lot. He'll be he'll yeah. be one of those guys. Keep this in mind. He'll be a high prospect in your fantasy football drafts. Okay. He will be used. He he will be drafted before the ninth round. My God, that's a little early. Well, that's good but early. That's good, good early. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but Legarrette Blount. Well, let's see if he can keep his streak of winning the Super Bowl everywhere he goes alive. Right. <laughs> Because he won one he in Seattle. He went to the Patriots, then he went to the Eagles and he won it. Now he goes to the Lions, we'll see if they win it. <sighs> well, Matt Patricia's there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Matt Patricia coached LeGarrette Blount in New England. Yep. Oh, it's all it's coming all together. coming together. Hey, Detroit, you're looking up. The 49ers, they signed former Cowboys offensive guard Jonathan Cooper. It's just a good, I, I put this in there. Hey, protect Jimmy when you can. You pay him a lot of money, protect him. Absolutely. On to the next one. Right on. Ryan Grant and Eric Ebron for two years and $15 million for Eric Ebron. Go to the Colts. Uh, did Jim Mersey do this transaction? <laughs> I mean, he has to That's pay That's a little too much money for a guy who hasn't proven shit worth shit. Hey, he won me a fantasy title. Shut the fuck up. I know that because I was the yeah, one you, you beat, you dipshit. I just wanted you to God. say it. I just wanted you to say it. Ugh. These are decent signings. It's looking up for the Colts. Well, let's also let's figure out. Let's out. also figure out if Luck is going to be back. Hopefully, yeah. he is. That's the biggest thing. If not, Jacoby Brissett would be. I know he would thoroughly enjoy a huge target, since Jack Doyle didn't really get it done at tight end for the Colts last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Grant was this the Ryan Grant in Washington? Yep. Okay. Well, what did he do last year for Kirk Cousins? What? Yeah, an okay year, but it's also the guy, his, I mean, he, remember he was going to sign with the Ravens, and they said he didn't pass his physical. Oh, that guy. Yep. Okay. So uh, his ride is over, finally, and he said he's fine with it. And he's, he's gonna, just, he, he's fine with it, he's going to prove it at the Colts. He won't, Lost he, a lot of money, though. <laughs> hey, hey, life goes on. Life goes on for Ryan Grant. Oh, my God. Jim Ursay, figure it out. Yep. Figure it out. Mike Mike Wallace signs with the Philadelphia Eagles one year for four million dollars. Walsh, I love Re- that. Replaces Torrey Smith. Good stuff. I absolutely love that. Alshon Jeffrey on one side, Mike Wallace on the other. Throwing Aguilar, throwing one of their backs, Clement, whatever. I like, I, yeah. I like the Mike Wallace ad. That's awesome. Good stuff. Uh, Seahawks signed DJ Fluker from the Giants. Former Alabama Crimson Tide. At least uh, they're trying. Former <laughs> also former San Diego Charger. Okay. DJ Fluker, uh, good addition. Kyle Fuller re-signs with Bears for four-year, $56 million. The only reason I put this up there is because I think the Packers did a really a really cool thing here. They drove up the price on him because they gave they they gave him an offer sheet for a good amount of money, and the Bears had to match it because they didn't want to lose a guy. So the Packers were even, either going to get this good player or they were going to make the, pack, the Bears overpay him. Nice job with the Packers. That's a great move. For it's a good move. Especially for a division rival. Yeah. Any any money you can make your a division rival spend that they don't need to, you're doing a good job there. Wow. Let's get into this. This is a bigger topic that I that I really enjoy. Go on. It starts with the EJ Gaines signs with the Browns. Okay. Yeah. But here's where it goes to. 
Tell people people who EJ Gaines is first. EJ Gaines is a corner that he's been on a couple different teams, but, I mean, a a good prospect. Guy who's been kind of up and down as a corner. uh, Played well last year. The Browns signed him, and this is really what I'm getting to. The new GM of the Browns, Dorsey, he came from the Kansas City Chiefs. And if you're looking at the moves that that the Browns are making, he is doing the same model that he did in Kansas City just a couple of years ago, especially the 2015 Chiefs. So if you look at the t- 2015 Chiefs, they had still had Travis Kelsey, but really what they were built on, they were built on the back end defensively with corners and safeties. They also had good pass rushers. You remember Justin Houston, Tom Ali, mm. who get after the quarterback. And then offensively, they did their thing. So if you're looking at what he's trying to do with the Browns, I mean, remember they had Spencer Ware there, on, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs did back in his day. If you're looking at what the Browns are doing now, they've got Njoku? No, not Njoku. David Njoku. Njoku. Yeah, Njoku. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. However you say that name, they've got him to control the middle of the field. They've got receivers on the outside. They signed Carlos Hyde so he can do a bunch of stuff in the middle. And then on the and now they're they're getting a really good secondary defensively. They got Miles Garrett last year. Who's a monster. So now I'm thinking, they already signed Hyde. I'm thinking early in the draft, they're going to go quarterback, then they're going to go... Defensive end. You think? I think they go Bradley Chubb because he's trying to do the same model he was in Kansas City. Good defense on the back end, good pass rushers on the edges, and they're good offense. They've got the good offense in Cleveland, or the better offense. They've got, they're have got they trying in the back end of the defense. They just need somebody on the other side of Miles Garrett. You're talking about the, for their fourth overall pick? Yep. I'm telling you right now, they need someone to replace Joe Thomas. They're gonna uh, get Quentin. I think Nelson. they'll been fine. They've been they've signed a couple people on the offensive line. Well, just listen. Joe had a very productive career. Never missed a game in what thirteen years for the Browns. Yep. They're looking for someone to do the same damn thing, so they don't have to worry about him ever. Thomas is a tackle. Quentin Nelson's a guard. Well, guys, he can't, he can't here's the thing. Guy, the the thing about prospects is guys have to adjust sometimes. Quentin Nelson can't you know, kick out to tackle. He doesn't have the body type. Have you? Has, has he told you that? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Shut I the fuck no. up. Okay, that's a good argument. Guys I make adjustments. I... Lane Johnson didn't Lane Johnson move from left to right? That's tackle to tackle. That's not guard to tackle. Yeah, but guys... at tackle you gotta have long arms. Quentin Nelson doesn't have long arms. He can't reach. He can't move like. But that. like you said earlier, you said the other pounds he was a center. He made the adjustment from guard to center. Other dude. This is inside not, to inside is fine. Going inside to outside does not work. Okay, some guys can make it happen, and with as high of a prospect as Quentin Nelson is, I think he can figure it out. I think they're going Dean. There's no clubs. There's no nothing in Cleveland to do. He's going to be fully set on on his football mind. Hey, you heard it here from Walsh Disney. No, you they're heard- going Dean to go on the other side of Miles Garrett. They're trying to do the same thing that they did in Kansas City no. when they were good no. and made a run in the playoffs. They're, oh, fine. Okay. Maybe you heard are. it here. Okay. Maybe they are. Or is this something a little bit more serious? Right. Uh, we, I mean, we love to argue, but this is this is a little bit more serious. Michael Bennett, he's indicted on felony charges. That, that includes injury to the elderly. From And this goes back to the, not this Super Bowl 52, but to Super Bowl 51. So that was for the, against the Pats? Patriots and... The Patriots Falcons. That was during yes, that sir. Super Bowl? It was, yeah. So what happened was, at the end of the game, Michael Bennett wanted on the field. 
and there was an elderly lady. She was 66 years old, paraplegic. She she was saying that you can't come on the field here, and she was as she was working security. Michael Bennett decided he was just going to push through these people uh, to get on the field and celebrate with his brother, Martellus, who was on the Patriots at the time, and ended up injuring that security lady. And in Texas, that is a felony charge when you injure. It's called injury to the elderly, which is intentionally causing harm to somebody above 65 years old. So that's what's going on for him. Yeah. And we don't know where it's going to go, so yeah. we don't want to speculate, but... And this literally all came out... Today. Yeah, after he just signed a big contract for Philly. Yeah, and we'll see what happens with it. I but mean, we just wanted to keep everybody updated. Well, yeah. God, that pisses me off. Hey, we'll see where it goes. I mean, there's no... No one in their right mind should do that, especially to someone of that age. And, and of, a, of, you know, no matter what... Whether they're fully healthy... And mm-hmm. have every bone on their body, or whether they uh, suffer from something as critical as being paraplegic. Yeah. Um, God damn it. That yeah. pisses me off. It's a tough situation. Fuck. But hey. People are don't... dumb. People, people <laughs> don't use their fucking head. People need to use their fucking head. And, and you know, like. It's especially when you're a big guy like Michael Bennett, it's tough. Like Mr. Zay Jones. He needs to use his head. First off, Buffalo Bills wide receiver Zay Jones was arrested for public intoxication for uh, causing a lot of ruckus at an apartment complex and being naked in the hallways. Um, he wow. Was, he was also uh, with his brother and his brother's girlfriend, I believe, and his brother just so happens to be uh, Caleb Jones, who was a wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, supposedly, Caleb was trying to restrain his brother, uh, Isaiah, but they call him Zay, uh, Isaiah from uh, jumping off the 30th floor of that apartment complex. Uh, first off, why the fuck are you naked? Yeah. No matter how late in the day, out in public. Uh, secondly, you're naked. You got blood all over you. Figure it the fuck out. Yeah, I already tried to kick through a window. Yeah, he was breaking windows and shit and trying, yeah. to, trying to be a dumbass. What, whatever magic mushrooms he was on. Glass is sharp. Yeah, uh, no shit. PSA. PSA. Glass is sharp. Uh, but supposedly there was, uh, insufficient evidence and the charges, uh, for Mr. Zay Jones were dropped. A young guy, especially early in his career as a rookie, this is just a big mistake. I mean, he's going to go through some, probably some protocol stuff. The bills are going to send him to a rehab thing. Mm -hmm. He needs to figure whatever the fuck out, uh, he needs to do off the field because on the field, 27 catches ain't going to get you very far. You're not going to have very many, you're not going to have very many years in the league. Yeah, hopefully this incident he learns from it. Hopefully it doesn't. It's not something bigger that you're just learning about. But now that it's passed, learn from it. Get better on. Get better off the field. Somebody prayers up to Zay. Pray, <laughs> prayers for Zay. A man who has gotten better off the field. Mm. It's good to see Johnny Manziel. Oh my God. He threw just a couple days ago at University of San Diego's pro day in front of like thirteen NFL teams. And people want to talk about it. <laughs> I'll kids, let you go first. Kids before can, I, first off, you go first before I destroy this. Everybody deserves a second chance. Now, hold on. Johnny has made a lot of mistakes, okay, legally, um, um, with, with friendships and such. But also, people have kind of screwed him over, in a sense. You know, hold on. Hold on. I know you're looking at me. The face Walsh is making... <laughs> 
dude, you gotta give the guy a second chance. First off, he's been working really fucking hard. Okay, he's trained, dude. Look at his Instagram. Do you follow him on Instagram? Yeah, good one. Okay. Well, uh, I'm a believer in Johnny Manziel, and I fully believe he will eventually make a comeback. He's making the right moves as he goes on. Guy just got married. Something to play for. Something to live for. Okay? Mm-hmm. He made his mistakes early. There's yeah. a lot of guys that do that, a.k.a. Zay Jones. Yeah. Okay? There's a lot more mistakes that other guys, will, young guys will make. You know, he's not the first one to make a mistake. And I feel like with all the publicity he brought about, being the youngest, the, you know, the first freshman to ever win the Heisman Trophy, I understand why he's getting a lot of scrutiny. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's just another one of us. Okay, he's 25. Yeah. He's my age. Mm-hmm. He's a year younger than you. Yep. Okay? We all learn from it, and we all fucking move on. I don't get why people need to keep ragging on him whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Okay? How many mistakes have you made, Walsh? <laughs> Good amount. How, how many have I made? Good amount. More than you. Yeah. <laughs> But Jesus Christ, give the guy a fucking break. Yeah. Seriously, give the guy a fucking break. Can I go now? Can I say one thing though? You get, the Los Angeles, thing. the Los Angeles Chargers were in attendance for this little little open session. Yeah. So you know, um, if they're listening whatsoever, dream. dream the dream. You never know, bro. Yeah. Okay. Go on. I'll let you have the fucking. Break. Thank you. Since we're talking, Johnny. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> You're such an asshole. Yeah, the guy has hit the bottle a few times. <sighs> Even I feel a little bit bad about oh that one. God, that was love. Okay, here here's the thing. One, people like to say that the 13 teams showing up to watch Johnny, not true. University of San Diego has people that have that are projected to be picked at the draft. That's why they're there. People coming like Johnny Manziel who come to throw for those teams, that happens all the time. None of the teams are there to watch Johnny Manziel throw. Two, before I get to two, let me preface this. I am really happy and really excited to see Johnny Manziel get his personal life, his off-the-field life in order, and I love the fact that he, that he seems to be in a much better headspace. I'm really happy for him. I have no personal vendetta against Johnny Manziel. It sounds like you do. I do not. I'm not at all. I'm super happy that he's getting the help he needs and he's working through some stuff okay. and he's getting better. Okay. I love that. Okay. On the field, though, and this is what people don't understand, is that you can separate him. Glad he's being happy. On the field, not going to make it. <laughs> he's not very good. People seem to forget the fact that no, he's I, I, not faster than defensive ends. He's not no, good he's in not. the pocket. His arm strength isn't good enough. He can't stu- He can't read the field as quickly as he needs to. And people want to take the fact that he's throwing on air at University of San Diego, the fact he's going to make it back. He's not, that ain't happening, people. He couldn't play on the field not, then. First off, he can't play on the field now. First off, he's not throwing on air. He was throwing the USD Torero players. Okay. Yes, We're also trying to enter air. the draft. There is no defensive ends. There's no offensive oh, okay. line. That's, okay. That, that means on air. The coach, the coach, the coach, the coach just clarified that. I, I, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. But he's taking the right steps. I'm not fighting for him to be a starter. That's not what I'm doing. I'm fighting for him to have the opportunity to play in the National Football League again. That's why. That's he, why I'm on Johnny's yeah, side. He can have the all the opportunity he the wants. The people need to calm down. He's not making it back. Let him be a Chase Daniel, like Chase Daniel's been. Except Drew, Chase Daniel's oh, better than him. Oh my God! 
What chase I'm saying Daniel is, understands what I'm defense. saying is let him be a Chase Daniel type so he can, you know, have the headset on, have the playbook on, still have the jersey on, still get paid, but enjoy the sport he knows and loves. Yeah. And, you know, have him... I'm so not go, saying... So go I'm coach. Not saying, go no, coach. Football is a meritocracy. What you do, what you, the production you put on the field oh. is what gets you on the field mm. and gets you a backup job. And he did not put anything on the field that says... I can play quarterback at in the National Football League. That's why he's not going to make it. Go get better with your personal life. Fine, do that. His, be be good, and I'm great. I'm super happy that he is. He's been but a, football not going to happen. Why didn't he play in Canada? He's been because that's not what he wants. That's if not his Warren, goal. That's not his ultimate goal. If Warren oh Moon God. can play in Canada, Johnny can play in Canada. Johnny will never be even close to Warren Moon. I could play in fucking Canada. Walsh? I would love to see that. I would love to see that. I would love to play Canadian fucking football. Their end zone's like 30 yards long. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Could you play in Canada? I could, I could not play in Canada. That's right. They're great in Canada. America's hat. This is what I've heard it called. Canada. Yeah. Oh, oh. Canada's America's Because they're on top. Because they're on top. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Drake's country. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to... Let them wish and they wish and they wish and on me. I've never heard that song. God's plan? No. What? Am I showing how old I actually am? Are you fucking kidding me? I might be 26, but... All right, my, we're cut. We're done. My we're, we're, stop recording. This is bullshit. Take two weeks off, then quit. You don't know what God's plan is? I've just never heard it. I've, I have I know what it is. I've just never heard the song. Have you seen the... Okay, well, listen to the song first. Second thing you need to do, watch the music video. You might shed a tear. <sighs> Knowing you, probably many tears. <laughs> True. Crier. <laughs> It was very touching. I'm not going to lie. Very okay. touching music video. No ads for Drake. No ads for Drake. He's not paying a shit. Yeah, and no ads for Indomitian Sue, but that is where we want to go after the tangent we just went on. <laughs> we do want to get to Indomitian Sue. He hasn't signed anywhere, but we just wanted to talk about where do you think he fits best? The three main suitors are the Titans, the Saints, and the Rams. Where do you think he fits best, Bales? First off, AFC South. Think of it that way, uh, playing for the Titans. You're going against Andrew Luck. You're going against Blake Bortles. You're going against Deshaun Watson. Um, three young, good quarterbacks. Uh, I could see Kong going to Tennessee. I could. Uh, the Saints in the NFC South going against Matt Ryan, Cam, and Jameis Winston. Um yeah, that'd be pretty fun to play each of those teams twice a year. <laughs> I bet he would have a fucking field day with Jameis Winston. He would make him look like a little bitch. It'd be a nightmare. Third, the Rams. Oh, my God. Why bring more firepower to a team that... Oh, man. The, dude, the Rams are really good. Yeah. And if you add if you add Kong, you might as well lock up a Super Bowl. You know, You might as well start paying as a Rams fan. For your Super Bowl tickets now. Any three of those teams are awesome. Out of those three teams, especially with where they're at, I'd say the Saints. Nah, no, I'd say the Rams. Yeah, I think the Rams are the front runner. But uh, I think it'd be cool to see him go to either the Saints or the Titans. The Saints, I don't know if he fits. Uh, they've got Cameron Jordan. They've got Alex Okafor. 
I think the Titans would be cool. They would make them relevant, at least. Which would be different. That is the news. News. A lot of NFL news. N-E-W-S. And since we just went through so much, just, just downloaded your brain with all that information, we thought we'd take a break. Take a breather. Let's go to recess. Relax. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. For this week's recess, we thought we'd play a little game we like to call Start, Sit, Cut. How does that work? Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Okay. Well, this is the way it works. I give you three players, you have to start one, sit one, cut one. I mean, you think start? He's going to be playing regularly. You got to sit one. Well, he could at least play, but you got to cut one. Do I need that means they're not on your team at all. Do I need to explain why? No, you just got to tell us. How okay. many bunches of three do you have? I have four. Okay, dope. We thought we would do two cool. in basketball, two in football. Oh, let's go Let's go uh, football first since we just did the NFL news. I can do that. Okay. It's all tight ends. You have to start, sit, cut. Jeremy Shockey, Jason Witten. Or Algie Crumpler, a little old school for you. Who's Algie Crumpler? Algie Crumpler, he played tight end for the Falcons with Michael Vick. I'm not kidding. I, uh, so you're going to cut him, apparently. Uh, well, yeah, I'll cut him, I'll sit Witten, and I'll start Shockey for sure. <laughs> yeah. I like Witten, that. Witten's so old. Right, we're talking about today, like 2018, what I would do? Well, Jeremy Shockey's not playing, and Algie Crumpler's not playing anymore, so okay. not well, today. Thinking of in their prime. Go in their, go in in their, their primes, in yeah. In their primes? I'd still go Shockey, Witten, Crumpler. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. Let's let's skip to um, NBA. Okay. Clay Thompson, Jimmy Butler, DeMar DeRozan. Starts it cut. Oh, man. Fuck you. Yes. God damn it. Supposed um, to be difficult. Start DeMar DeRozan. Wow. I did not think you were going there. Any other day, I would have said start Clay Thompson. Who are you cutting? Jimmy Butler or Clay Thompson? Damn. Starting DeMar DeRozan, sitting Jimmy Butler, cutting. <laughs> oh! Clay Thompson. Okay. Damn. I like it. You son of a bitch. I like it. To college football. Okay. Couple of former, remember, this is their college career. Okay. Quarterbacks. Okay. We just talked about him. Okay. Starts to cut Johnny Manziel, mm. Lamar Jackson, mm. Deshaun Watson. Oh, you fuck. It, yeah, that's a good one. That's their college careers. And Senseless, make sure you're... Well, Bailey figures this out. Senseless, make sure you're playing along with us. And, and let us know about it, too. If you've got different opinions, you send them to us. We like to hear you guys and talk. And you're thinking about all their weapons they had during their time in college? Just their careers. But I'm talking Not about... Not what like, they had, just what they did. Oh, what they did. Oh, you fuck. Well, okay. Oh, okay. Um, start Deshaun Watson... Sit Johnny Manziel, cut Lamar Jackson. Wow. The American Conference? Wow. Fuck. Oh my god. Playing junior college ball out there. <laughs> and he wins a Heisman? Okay. Fuck. Lamar? No. He Night, night. Night, I, night, Lamar. I thought I ended with college basketball since we're in the throes of March Madness. Oh, man. So think about March Madness when you choose to start, sit, cut. Isaac Haas from Purdue. Moritz Wagner from Michigan. Or Wendell Carter Jr. from Duke. Wendell Carter's the Duke one? Yep, Wendell Carter. 
I'll say him again. Isaac Haas from Purdue. Yes. Well, Doesn't don't factor in his injury. Okay. Start Isaac Haas. Mo- Moritz Wagner from Michigan. Cut him. Okay, Wendell Carter Jr. We're gonna sit Wendell. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. That's a nice thing. That's segment. nice, right? I, I'm gonna have to test you next week. I wanna test you a little bit. Okay, that's I fine. I wanna put you to the test. Next week I will be the one tested while we play recess. Yeah, absolutely. But now it's time to go back to class. Let's go to uh, class. Fuck the afternoon class. But don't worry. This class is the fun class. This is basically the PE of classes. Yeah. Because what we're going to next is a draft positions preview. That's where we take a couple of positions and we preview them for the upcoming NFL draft. What we like to do is we like to give you our top players, our potential sleepers, give you round grades, comparisons, all that kind of stuff. For this week, we're going to give you a big, sexy position for the draft, the The, running back. The running back. And a position that people, it's necessary for the NFL, but people don't maybe pay attention to it as closely as I do, the linebackers. Yeah. Let's get into it. Walsh is a linebacker. Walsh will forever be a linebacker. It's true. He loves defense. I'll, I'll let you take was, the floor more for the defense, just because that's your that's, that, fine. that's your forte. But let's let's. You want to start with linebackers and running backs? Uh, start start with your lbs. Okay, let's start with lbs. The top five. Yeah. Top five for the linebackers. Right. Number one, Roquan Smith, inside yes. linebacker, Georgia. Guy's a monster. Great one. The round grade for him, I have a first round grade. Yeah. That guy, that guy's a, he's a game changer. And remember, I don't have any comparisons, any comps on linebackers because linebackers are so scheme dependent in the NFL that they do linebackers do different things for whichever team they're on. So I, I couldn't really compare those. So these just have round grades. Roquan Smith, I just talked about first round grade. Traymon Edmonds, outside linebacker, Virginia Tech, first round grade as well. Rashawn Evans, inside linebacker, Bama, second round grade. Ucheno Nwosu, outside linebacker, USC. I actually have him as a first-round grade to a second-round grade. Pac-12 monster. Pac-12 monster. And Josie Jewell, inside linebacker, Iowa, third-round grade. So those are the top five guys who can really either go... I mean, the outside linebackers are going to be more athletic. They're going to come off the edge. They can play sideline to sideline, which means they're covering the whole field. Uh, inside linebackers, these guys, they have to be able to move in the, this today's NFL, but they also got to be able to come up straight towards the line of scrimmage and pop any offensive lineman and stop the run. Pop, 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 throw with the, throw your hands. A couple of the next up guys, not in the top five, but guys who can really play the position will go early in the draft. Leighton Vander Esch from Boise State. Shaquem Griffin. The oh. feel-good story from the from the combine. The pirate hooker you himself. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. that's awesome. First off, his brother also is a Seahawk. That would be cool. a good if they one. Tag team there. It would be great. Uh, I have him as a third round grade, so he might go higher than that. Maybe I just I don't know how productive he's been. Really productive. He does have some limitations with the missing hand. Uh, that's why I put him down on the Anything third round. Anything can happen. It, Just like Johnny Manziel. Speed guy. Oh my God, I hate you so much. <laughs> so much. But those are the two next guys. Some sleepers for you. Malik Jefferson from Texas and Matthew Thomas from Florida State. Guys who maybe aren't as big but still have the speed and athleticism. Absolutely. We wanted to make sure we told you teams that, that need this position. Because why would we give this to you if we don't let you know where they could possibly go? 
The Giants need a linebacker. Actually, a lot of teams need linebackers. Let's just let's just say that a lot of teams er, a lot of teams early need linebackers, but I don't think so. We'll give you they're gonna attempt. I don't think linebacker is gonna be a very uh, hot position on on day one of the NFL draft. Well, here maybe a couple. I think the first one, the first one where you're looking is the Raiders at the tenth pick. The Raiders have needed a linebacker for fuck how long. They even got Navarro Bowman, who was over the hill last year, just well, I mean, to try and fill a need. What was it? Bruce Irvin, Malcolm Smith? Uh, Bruce, Bruce Irvin outside. I'm talking about inside oh, guy. Oh, inside. So okay. I'm thinking Roquan Smith could go at 10 to the Raiders. They've just needed one for so long. They don't have a captain of their defense. John Gruden would love a young talent like that as well. Yep. Uh, so you definitely look at 10. Um, let's see. The Bengals at 21st pick. What's that guy's name? Perfect. Yeah, they can't mess with that guy. No, he suspended no. again. Right. Your Chargers. Uh, their Chargers, they missed on Manti Teo. He wasn't as good as people thought he was going to be. Yeah. They need a guy to replace him. Yeah, we'll see about They've that. They've got some outside linebackers. Oh, they, they got they need a guy. They need a guy inside to kind of control the run a little bit. Uh, what do Den- you think? Denzel Perryman and the white kid. What's his name? <laughs> the kid from like South Dakota Tech, JCANM. But if they uh, could I take a great the... inside linebacker. Uh, Kyle like, Emanuel. Kyle Emanuel. But if they could take a guy like Rashawn Evans, a Bama guy. I could see that. Okay. Something uh, like oh, that. Of course a Bama guy is going to make it make shit happen early. Yeah. The Cowboys need one. I'll just give you a couple. Bills have two picks in the first round. In the first round, and they need one. The Rams just got rid of Ogletree. So, so places like that. Um, teams like that. The Steelers, obviously, unfortunately, they need to replace Ryan Shazier, who's getting better. That's awesome to see. But they need a new inside linebacker. Those are the kind of teams that you're looking for. Okay? But really what we wanted to do, we wanted to focus more today on the running backs. People care about that more. Oh, people right? love, people love the running backs. <laughs> First off, I did a lot of numbers crunching. I did a lot of looking at combine numbers, uh, not just from this past 2018 with, you know, Saquon Barkley, uh, Chubb and Michael from Georgia, Darius Geis. Um, I looked at 2017, 2016, and 2015, the first 10 running backs to be drafted in those three in these past three years. You went back. It is a hit and miss. I don't know how... Basically, I feel like the NFL draft is like kind of like reaching in like it's a fantasy of, football league. I, a little, I mean, it, it's so difficult to know. Like what? You can't know everything about a player. You, you can't, can't know how much they want it. And the combine, it's like even just like not like their numbers and what they can do on the field, but like personally getting to know them. When they have 15-minute interviews yeah. that go constantly through throughout like a week period it's trying to find a new really good friend it's that you're going to pay a whole bunch of money for it's speed in 15 minutes it's speed dating to yes steroids that's so perfect perfect forget my analogy your analogy spot on it is speed dating okay but anyway let's dive in who you got number one number one running back i mean saquon barkley that's instant he was second in the 40 with a 4-4 he had 29 reps on the bench which tied with nick chubb uh, out of Georgia, uh, he was eighth on the twenty-yard shuttle uh, with a four-two-four. What kind of comps you got? Barry, it, Barry fucking Sanders. Barry, ooh, he's that okay. big of a fucking monster. To I guess yeah. He can Barry make Sanders. that. He can make that much of an impact on any team he yeah. goes to. Whether that's Cleveland, whether that is the Giants, 
Whether that is the jet. I don't Wherever he ends up. I don't even need to jump. I'm already telling you, Saquon's going one. One? He's going one overall. I don't think so. Okay. Well, I think we'll, they take, they they take argue, a quarterback, but we'll get into that later gonna, when we go over quarterbacks. We got a whole month to argue about this. That's absolutely true. My comps for, for Saquon Barkley, his high side, I was thinking though Damian Tomlinson, mm. your boy from the Chargers, right. Marshall Falk in today's new NFL where they pass the ball. Right. I was thought the low side, Reggie Bush. Okay. I like big it. home run hitter. Okay. I think I was thinking LT because Saquon. People like to think Saquon's like a power runner. He's not. Even though he's strong, he's not still not a power runner. It's not his game. But if he could run like outside the zone schemes that LT ran, mm. he would he would thrive there. Yeah. Number two on my board, I have Ronald Jones from USC. Mm. I have him as a late first round or second round grade, and I've got his comp at Lashawn McCoy. I like that fast I mean- feet. Decisive runner. Ronald Jones, when I was looking up research on Ronald Jones, they were a lot of people were comparing him to Jamal Charles, which I'm kind of okay. like. Mm-hmm. But at the same time... I think Jamal, yeah, Jamal he, Charles would probably be his low side. Low side Jamal Charles, high side LaShawn McCoy. Poor man's... Yeah. Rich man's Jamal, poor man's LaShawn. Yeah. yeah. If that makes sense. That, yeah, that, uh, makes, that makes plenty of sense. My number two is Nick Chubb out of Georgia. Um, wow. I like guys like Nick Chubb who participated in everything. 4-5-2 in the 40. That was sixth overall for running backs. Like I said earlier, he tied with Saquon Barkley in the bench. He was tied for fourth in the vertical with 38 and a half inches. Uh, the broad jump, 128 inches. Someone convert that and s- send me back a tweet. <laughs> uh, three cone, he got ninth with 7.09, and he got ninth in the 20-yard shuttle with 4.25. Nick Chubb, I couldn't figure out a comparison for him. I've got I, LeGarrette Blunt. I looked online, and I'm not I'm not saying this is my ultimate source, but people were comparing Nick Chubb to Alfred Morris, and I don't know if that's hmm. a good I, I don't know if that's a like younger Alfred Morris, if uh, today's like Redskins Alfred, Alfred to, Morris today's Alfred Morris absolutely none. At, yeah, well, he's a guy that can't catch the ball out of the backfield, which Legarrette doesn't really do. This is why I have Legarrette Blunt, downhill runner, strong runner, doesn't doesn't catch the ball out of yet out of the backfield. And I just I just thought it fit like that. Chubb for me, I've got him seventh on my board. Um, I just didn't think that he was a guy who who where the NFL is going for the running back position. I don't think he necessarily fits that. Mm. And he can't be he can't be Leonard Fournette. There are only a couple of teams that run that kind of running scheme. Most teams don't. He has to be very team scheme specific. Absolutely. Um, who's your third? Who's your third running back? I've got Royce Freeman as my third running back. God, see, I didn't, I didn't do any research on him. Didn't do any research on Bo Scarborough, because I know those guys are big time prospects. But I wanted to look deeper. But go on about Royce. Why is, why well, is Royce Roy- your third? Royce Freeman. One, I've got. Uh, I have him as a late first. You know, maybe a team reaches up to get him, all the way down to a fourth. He could really go kind of anywhere in the NFL draft, but my comp for him is Mark Ingram. Oh. Powerful runner. He can still catch the ball out of I the backfield that. better than people think he can. I see that a um, lot. A guy who can kind of do all all things. I mean, Royce Freeman kind of, he flies under the radar just the way Ingram does until this last year when Kamara got there. Royce Freeman can do everything. Uh, I thought he had a great combine, caught the ball better than I thought he would, and showed people how versatile he really is. I love it. I love it. I yep. think my my third, um, I'm gonna throw you know Sonny Michelle in there. 
Yeah, he's my fourth. He's your fourth? Okay. He was my third until after the combine. Didn't catch the ball as well as I thought he could. That's why I dropped him to four. Like Sonny, like I said earlier, didn't participate in the vert, the broad, the three cone. I get it. You're famous. You're going to go high. You're going somewhere. People are comparing Sonny Michelle to former Georgia running back, no Sean Moreno. Now, oh, okay. I can see that, yeah. You can see that, but look at it now. It's not very good. No, Sean didn't make it very long. That's true. <laughs> His career went downhill quick. Hopefully, yeah. Sonny Michelle's career doesn't go down that quick. Um, my, I had him as a high. He could either be Alvin Kamara or D'Angelo Williams. Okay. It's kind of a low mark, D'Angelo. I feel it. I feel it. So you said your fourth was Michelle. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and jump you. Go. Uh, Darius Geis out of LSU. Absolute freak. Absolute you monster. You had him at four? Yeah, he's my fourth. Okay, he's my fifth. Absolute monster. Fine. Uh, four four nine in the forty yard dash. That was fifth overall. Fifteen bench reps. Come on, man. You're stronger than that. <laughs> a little more stamina than that guy. Uh, thirty one and a half inch vert. Um, again, I wanted to think of someone that could bowl through uh, offenses, kind of like Darius did in the SEC. I, I, I'm dropping too, a. I'm dropping a big name. Go for it. Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> Me too. Monster. I have the same thing. Absolute yeah. monster. I, I think Geis is a little bit more athletic in terms of like twitchy, but I think they run almost the same. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I absolutely think that as well. 100% with you there. Uh, so you said your fifth was Darius? Yeah. Uh, can I jump to my fifth? Go. Okay. It's a tie between Carrion Johnson out of Auburn. Mm-hmm. And Rashad Penny out of San Diego State. Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny is under the radar. Yeah, okay? yeah, way higher. He was than fourth I. overall in the forty with a four four six, uh, thirty two and a half inch vert. People are putting Rashad Penny, comparing him to Buck Allen. I don't know if that's. I don't. I don't know if I like that comparison or not. I just haven't seen enough film on Rashad, even though he did lead the NCAA in rush yards last year. Yeah, Penny. I had him as a sleeper back for me. Okay. Um. I, I think he can definitely become a productive running back in the NFL. I just, like you said, he smaller school, San Diego State, so you don't, does that transfer? You never know. I mean, it did for Marshall Falk. Yeah. SDSU. It did for him, but like, did are we going to... It, it, it did for Ronnie Hillman, you wanna, SDSU. You want to put Marshall Falk on Rashad Penny right now? And uh, like, No, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's so you're way not, too early. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, you're not sure. Could he be Marshall Falk or could he be whoever else you just said? Uh, on Johnson out of Auburn. Yeah. Ran a four five six forty. He was second in the vertical jump with 40 inches. He was eighth in the three cone with 7.07. And he was 11th, uh, 11th in the 20-yard shuttle with 4.29. People are saying on Johnson is going to be exactly like Tevin Coleman. And I can totally see mm. that. Tevin Coleman that. is a nice compliment. Not as like a number one go-to guy, but a nice compliment who sees a lot of touches, sees a lot of time, and gets things done whenever he needs to. Kind of like Tevin Coleman has the last couple years. I like that whole thing. I love it. Absolutely love it. Some Car- other guys... Carryon Johnson for me, just real quick. Carryon Johnson is... He's a guy who doesn't get talked about as much that I think could be one of the more productive backs in this draft. I love it. Absolutely love it. Yep. A couple other guys. Um, just want to drop an honorable mention. Kalen Ballage. Do you know mm-hmm. about this? Yeah. Kalen Ballage out of Arizona State. I think. Balage. The Bellagio. 
Belage. Uh, Mr. Kalen uh, Belage. He was third in the 40 with a 4.46. So he participated in every event, and people are comparing him to uh, Mr. Dancing with the Stars champion Rashad Jennings. Oh, wow. Which is... Eh, I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> like, like I said earlier, I looked back at 2017. I looked back at 2016. I looked back at 2015. Okay, for example, guys we hear about every Sunday in the fall. Okay, these guys that we named off the the you know these top fives and these honorable mentions, you know, have faith because let's see, Alvin Kamara was a third round pick, Kareem Hunt was a third round pick, Jamal Williams on the Packers was a fourth round pick, um, in twenty sixteen Jordan Howard fifth round pick, hundred fiftieth pick overall at Indiana. Okay. He took over after Tevin Coleman in 2015. Two guys out of Indiana that we hear about every Sunday in the fall. Okay, uh, Derrick Henry, second round pick. He's going to be a monster this year. Okay, CJ Procise, um, he needs to... Not die? <laughs> <laughs> yes. None of these combine things. Okay, it's a fun event. It's a good time to watch. It's good to see what these guys can do now because they're preparing for the future. Yeah, it's not gospel though. No, it's not. It's literally how much effort do you want to, how much work do you want to put in, and how much effort do you want to go towards? How long of a career do you want? Yeah, is basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's like look at this. 2015. These are guys we hear about every Sunday. Gurley, Melvin Gordon, T.J. Yeldon, Amir Abdullah, Tevin Coleman, Duke Johnson Jr., David Johnson, who was a third round pick. Yeah, the the thing is that running backs could they could really go anywhere. It's why they usually don't get picked high in the draft is because you can find one later, find ones later in the draft that have the same type of production. But to just to end this this, this really quick, I want to throw out a couple of the guys that still have on my board that we haven't talked about. Naheem Hines, think Darren Sproles. Oh man! And that guy's shooting up shooting up the board. I promise he'll come higher than you think. Josh Adams from Notre Dame. I've got him. His high side, Eric Dickerson. Guy runs a little high, he's a tall guy, he's fast, he can get out there. Maybe not as explosive as people like. And the low side, he runs a whole bunch like Tiki Barber without the fumbles. So things like that. Uh, Rashad Penny, like like Bales has, Bo Scarborough, think Derrick Henry from the same school, those kinds of guys. But really, running backs, they could really go anywhere. There's kind of a transition period in the NFL right now where people are starting to think running back is more important than they, they have in the past 10 years. So we're just going to see. The NFL is cyclical, just like anything else, and it's changing. It is changing, 100%. That is a, our draft position preview for the running backs and the linebackers. We're going to keep diving into different positions, and eventually we'll get to the one, the only thing that people ever talk about, Quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. And that is going to be a hot topic for us. That's going to be very, literally probably the week before the draft or maybe even draft day. Because I will say this. Ooh. I got draft day off. Yeah, you did. So did I. I got the day after off as well, if you will let us go to Texas. Plug in this right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a GoFundMe page up there. GoFundMe.com slash senseless in Texas. Not only could it improve our podcast if we don't raise enough money, we would like to try and make a business trip. There it is. To the NFL draft. And us as as two big football fans, as well as Smooth, a third huge football fan, we would love for that opportunity. So like, I, like I've said in weeks past, I've been a little aggressive in weeks past. Okay? 
Whip out your debit cards. Yeah. We know you're pissed off about how much money you spent on Friday night. But last night, yeah, you spent a little too much in your Uber. You went a little overboard because it was a little late. Anything can help, okay? You know, right now we need a little a little uh, Titanic music. <laughs> a little a little something soft so it kind of... It's like those... Co- it's like the... <laughs> it's like the... It's like the... <laughs> It's like the commercials with the with the kids who are like starving, <laughs> and it's like the really deep sad music, and it's like God, in the I'm... arms of the angels. Yeah, I'm such an asshole for not, you know, donating to this cause, <laughs> but at the same time, that's us. <laughs> next channel, flip up. I'm sorry, I I'm not gonna watch that depressing crap. It's not crap. I I don't mean to be rude, but. <laughs> Seriously, GoFundMe.com slash Census in Texas. We would love uh, donations. We have donations already plugged in there. Uh, keep them coming. Yep. We would love it. You Everything know. that we get goes straight back to you. And and if you don't if you don't want to communicate us, you know, with your bank accounts, it's fine. But we do want to hear from you. Uh, bold underscore nonsense on Twitter. Bold dot nonsense on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com for shooting us emails. You can also find us on all our main platforms uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, social media feeds. Social media, uh, absolutely. Yep. Um, next week, I know we're going to do a little more draft position stuff, a little more March Madness action about the Final Four. We're supposedly going to get the guru on. He's been he's been putting off a couple weeks, but uh, we can talk a little March Madness with... Uh, uh, the old man himself. That'd be that'd be a fun time. Yeah, uh, Walsh. Get a quick interview with uh, with Guru. That would be awesome. So next week for NFL draft positions, look for edge rushers and tight ends. We'll get after those guys. And the fact check roundup. We do that every week, or we had done that every week. Things kind of changed, or we're, remember we're still trying to figure out this podcast as we bring it to you. So take the ride with us. And fact check roundup is something we love to do, and we we're still figuring it out. Uh, this week, that's still smooth. It wasn't here. He used PTO. That's fine. We love that. Got to enjoy life. All work and no play make Jack a dull boy. Work hard, play hard. Also, that thing. In in the meantime, continue to get at us where Bales just told you to get at us. Uh, we love to hear. Give us your trivia answers. Your trivia answers. Your recess answers for start, sit, cut. Everything, anything. Just go to go to iTunes. And subscribe to our podcast at Bold Nonsense and rate us. Give us give us the stars. Let us know what you think about it because we're going to listen and we're going to change and implement things that you want to hear. We do this for you guys. We, we love doing it, but we want to do this for you guys. This is my fun every Friday night. I love this. This is the time of my life. This is something I never thought I'd ever get into. But we're here. We're here. And, and you, you better fucking you enjoy it. You better fucking enjoy it. Also, like we said earlier iTunes. We've been on there for less than two weeks. Keep telling your friends. Keep telling your family. Tell that fucking annoying cousin you have that likes sports. We are on SoundCloud. But hit us on iTunes with a rate. Uh, Remember, you can expect this show. We record on Friday nights. Get it to you for the weekends. For your hungover weekend listen. We're not going to bore the fuck out of you. We're going to have you enjoy every second of this podcast. Yeah, it comes from you. Our dude PTO at Still Smooth, who will be back next week. The guy to my right. I am at St. Bales. Thank you for guys for listening. My guy to my left. At Walsh Disney.
Thank you so much for listening. That's all we got for this week. If you love it, love us. That is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Cheers. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go. Go.